Hello everyone, this is Levi Gelb from the Chassidish Parsha, and you're listening to the new podcast, Chassidus, which is an explanation in English of Sefer HaMaymarim Tafrish Samaches from the Rebbe Rashab, each episode containing an explanation of one page from that Sefer with the goal to finish the entire Sefer. And at the beginning of every episode, we'll also have a synopsis of the previous episode. You'll also notice in the description for that day's episode, there'll be a short synopsis in English, and also there'll be a link there to become a monthly supporter to make this show possible. Um, please tap the link in that description or visit anchor.fm slash to become a monthly supporter. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope you enjoy. On page Ein Gimel, 73, we're just talking about how the the how do we how do we fulfill what it says in the verse Yismachlev, you shall rejoice, you shall gladden the heart, which you heard uh, we said that the heart refers to Hashem, just like the heart gives vitality to all the different organs of the body according to their capacity. So to Hashem gives life to all the worlds according to each creation according to its capacity, and all that life force which goes into the worlds is only an external condensed ray of godliness, contracted ray, and therefore you have to gladden the heart, meaning bring uh, simcha, joy, to this heart, which joy is the idea of revealing the inner vitality, the inner core, the essential godliness, and not just the external ray. And that will draw down the essence of the infinite energy of Hashem down into the worlds. And we said that there's two types of pathways, the 32 pathways of Chochmah, which that's referred to by the word Kavid, and 32 pathways of Malchus, drawing down from Malchus to the world, is referred to by Lev, the heart, which is the idea we're talking about here. And um, that's the 32 times it says the name of Lekim, which connotes contraction, concealment within the creation. And therefore we have to have the, bring joy to the heart, which is the heart referring to these 32 passages of, of Malchus. And how do you bring this joy to the heart to bring down the, the essence of godliness into the world? And he says, similar to what it says, that the wine which brings joy to Elikim, to the contraction, that when you bring wine in, then the, the which wine refers to this, the wine of Torah, when you learn Torah, then the secret comes out, referring to the secret of uh, the hidden level of godliness, the essential godliness, which is referred to the name Havaya, to reveal that secret of creation into the creation itself, that's through the wine of Torah. And so too, in order to bring joy to the heart, to these 32 pathways of Malchus, which conceal godliness, which produce a contracted rail of godliness, you have to first have this idea of Shem and oil and fine fragrance. And we said in short that Ktairis refers to the ascent of the creations uh, upwards to to their creator, and Shem oil refers to the drawing down from Chachma, and even from higher than Chachma, uh, down into this world. And through that, you, you bring about the Yismach Lev, the rejoicing of the heart, the drawing down of, like we said, the actual wording was, to draw down the revelation of the infinite energy of Hashem into Malchus. Now, starting at the two lines from the top of page Ayin Gimel. In our service to Hashem, there's also this idea of bringing joy to the heart. So in order to understand this, we're going to explain something else. It says, and actually this week's Parsha, when the episode is being recorded, Parsha's Truma, it says that you shall make for me a sanctuary and I will dwell within them. Where the sages say, it doesn't say within it, I will dwell within it, like it should have seemingly said. It says, uh, within them, I will dwell within them. 
that you shall make for me a sanctuary, sanctuary, and I will dwell, with, dwell within them, not within it, not within the sanctuary, within them, meaning within every single Jewish person. That every single Jewish person has to be, has to make himself into a dwelling place for Hashem's presence. And from this, we can conclude that all the different levels that existed in the Holy Temple also exist in all the Jewish people, because they are a parallel to the Holy Temple. That's why in this verse, you shall make for me a sanctuary, and I will dwell within them, within the Jewish people, connection between the, the sanctuary and the Jewish people. Every single person has to make himself into a sanctuary similar to the base of Mikdash. And just like all the different levels in the base of Mikdash also existed in the Jewish souls. Just like in the Holy Temple, there was the outer altar, the outer altar for the bringing the offering of the sacrifices, the animal sacrifices, and the inner altar for the offering of the incense, Similarly, there exists within the godly soul the outer aspect of the heart and the inner core of the heart, which refer to, which relate to the outer altar for the animal sacrifices and the inner altar for the incense. And there also exists within the within the godly soul the other aspects of the holy temple, which are the menira, the and candelabra and the shemin and the oil which was used to light the menorah, and this all exists within the within the godly soul in our service of Hashem. Who? So, what is the idea of then uh, Like we said, this exists not just in godliness, which we said that bringing joy to the heart refers to bringing joy to Hashem, which will bring which will cause the revelation of the infinite energy of Hashem into the world instead of just the condensed, contracted, contracted level of godly energy. So that idea all exists, the Yismach Lev, referring to Hashem, like we said, Tzur Levavi, Hashem is the rock of my heart, and just like the heart is the life of all the organs, so too Hashem is the life of all the different worlds. So, so too this idea of Yismach Lev exists within our service of Hashem. And we said that uh, every single Jewish person has to make himself into a dwelling for Hashem, just like the Beis HaMikdash, What's the idea of bringing joy to the heart within our service of Hashem? It says in the verse, because you have not served Hashem with joy and, and gladness of heart, then it continues to say, therefore you will serve your enemies and there will be bad punishments that come to the Jewish people. So we see in this verse the idea of our, in our service of Hashem, serving Hashem, the simcha, and like it says, yismach leiv, the gladdening of the heart, and the simcha uvetuv leivav, and also uses the word heart, and gladness of heart. Which in this verse tells us that there has to be, a service of Hashem has to be besimcha. And like it says, if you don't serve Hashem with Simcha, then all these punishments will come upon you, implying that there has to be a service of Hashem in, with joy. And this idea of service of Hashem with Simcha, with joy in general, refers to the the uh, pillar of Avoida, of service, which refers to the which refers to prayer. And like the sages say in Pirkei Avis, that, that the world stands on three pillars, on three things, on Torah, on learning Torah, on Avoida, which refers to, used to refer to the bringing of the, the service of bringing the sacrifices, but now refers to the service of prayer, which take, took place of the sacrifices, and Gmilas Chasadim, and deeds of kindness. And the, word, and the verse says that because you didn't serve Hashem with joy, it uses the word Avoida, that implying that the, the pillar of Avoida, the pillar of service, um, which refers to prayer, has to be Besimcha. 
or first of the sacrifices has to be besimcha. So in general, this idea of of having yismach lev, gladdening your heart, serving Hashem with gladness of heart and with joy, has to be has to exist within the pillar of avoda of of prayer of bringing the sacrifices, implied by the word avadita. Um, but in more specifically, this a service of Hashem with joy has to be in all the three pillars that the world stands upon: Taita, Avoda, and Gemara, as it says in the Gemara, there, uh, like it says in the Gemara, that person should not prepare himself to pray, except for uh, and he shouldn't prepare himself to pray, not in a state of laziness. And it goes through other things. You're not supposed to be not other states of mind. You shouldn't be in preparing for prayer. Rather, rather you should come to prayer with a with a from from being in a, involved in the, the happiness of a mitzvah of a of a mitzvah. So, and Rabbi Yehuda says in the name of Rav that this applies this simcha this joy that has to be. Uh, in the mitzvah has to also, and also preparing for prayer has to also exist for learning Torah, for learning uh, laws. And in stuka, and how do you know that this idea of simcha has to exist in in charity, in stuka, and in gemilaschadim, in acts of kindness? It says your your heart should not be uh, be uh, forlorn, should not be negative when you're giving when you're giving tzedakah to a poor person. So, meaning to say that you shouldn't be, you shouldn't have the opposite of joy when you're giving tzedakah. It has to be done with joy. With tzedakah, in a more general sense, we know that the tzedakah includes all the mitzvahs of the Torah. It says, and there shall be tzedakah, there shall be um, righteousness for us if we keep all the mitzvahs of this, all the words of the Torah. Connecting the word tzedakah, connecting the idea of tzedakah, that stuck will be to us if we keep all the Torah. So connecting stuck to the whole Torah. So we see from this that all the three pillars that upon which the world stands, meaning the whole existence and sustenance, sustaining of the existence of the world, comes about through these three things, have to be with simcha. In general, he said it, it's of just the Avadita uh, refers to the avoda, refers to prayer, but more specifically, it has to be the simchas, be joy in service of Hashem when it comes to all three pillars. Um, like it says, you should only prepare for prayer, not from laziness, but with but with simcha, which with joy, and also uh, also with Torah. When you're learning Torah, it has to be with simcha, and in tzedakah and in acts of kindness, you should, it says in the verse, you should not give a person tzedakah with a heavy heart, with a negative heart. Rather with Simcha. And Stucca includes really in a more general sense all the mitzvahs. Um, joy, happiness is the idea of revelation as it's known. And we're going to explain why happiness, why joy brings revelation. It brings revelation and it's caused by revelation. So we said that the all the three pillars which the world stands upon, Tera, learning Tera, Avoida, doing uh, davening and, and uh, doing acts of kindness, have to be besimcha. Like it said in the verse, Tachas And simcha is the idea of revelation. 
However, here the intention the intention is that when you're doing these teravidagmilaskhsadim, that you have to have simchavatainaganefish joy and the and the pleasure of the soul biyoiser. A lot, a lot became mitzvah in, in fulfilling mitzvahs and, and all similar holy acts. So you have to have a lot, a lot of simcha, a lot of joy, and inner deep pleasure. And not just a regular type of joy, but a, a special, uh, exceeding joy and pleasure more than anything else in the world. Like it says in the verse, more than everything else, more than more than all the pleasures in the world that you get from physical things, or from any thing, any experience that you go through in your life, that brings you joy. More than that should be the fulfilling of Torah mitzvahs. Al derech shalmerazal, like similar to what the sages say, it says Chazi tuva. He, one of the sages, saw another sage that was uh, was laughing a lot, experiencing a lot of joy. And in the Gemara there, it says, well, why, doesn't it say that you're not supposed to experience, you're not supposed to have uh, true joy until Mashiach comes? And he said to him, He says, I'm wearing tefillin, and therefore the, the Rashi explained, the, the fear of my master, Hashem, is upon me, and therefore it's, I don't, there's nothing to worry about that I'm going to come from this joy that I'm experiencing, and it's going to come to anything frivolous or anything negative. But here it seems like he's saying, in a deeper sense, why is he experiencing such joy, and why is he laughing so much? Because he's put he's putting on tefillin. The the level of joy he's experiencing it's so he's b'diach tuva. He's laughing a lot. It's a, like he said the simchas of tainu ganefesh b'yoiser. It's because of the mitzvah that he's fulfilling. He's he's putting on tefillin. And also, it says in the Gemara that Rav. He did uh, a smile and laughter didn't didn't leave his mouth the whole day. And why was he so happy? Because he merited to um, to he merited to say the like it says that you're supposed to before Shemina Esrei you're supposed to say uh, you say Gual Yisrael and so he he merited to to bring close the saying that 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 blessing Gual Yisrael Gula. Right to his tefillah, right at, right before his um, Shemin Esrei, and this is referring to it says in the Gemara that he was able to daven the specific time of a seeking, the early morning, and he was able to do it at the exact time when the sun comes up. It says over there in the Gemara, and therefore he was so happy, smile and laughter didn't leave his, his mouth the whole day. So here we see examples of of sages that they experience extreme intense happiness because of. Fulfilling mitzvahs more than more than, more pleasure and more happiness than any other experience could bring them. Uh, and this is the idea of this this is the idea of simcha, the fact that they were they were going out of their element and laughing a lot. And this is the idea of simcha. That simcha is something which joy is something which breaks all boundaries. What does it mean that it breaks boundaries? It breaks the whole concept of uh, boundaries and limitations. Like for example, an analogy for this. How do we see that simcha is the idea of breaking boundaries? Is because just like in the time of simcha and the time of great joy, a person reveals all the hidden parts of his of his heart, which is usually which usually he keeps secret. 
And similarly, all his his powers, his soul powers, and his faculties um, change at the time of his great joy. How do we see this? Even a person that's usually stingy becomes uh, um, becomes a great bal chesed, becomes a very kind person, just like somebody who was born with the nature to be kind. So we see that even his this his soul. His whole personality, his whole makeup changes because of joy. He's galus pnimi shebenefesh. And that's what we said at the beginning of this paragraph, that because simcha is gili keneda, simcha, joy, is a revelation. It's a revelation of the inner essence, the core of your soul. And when that inner core is revealed into all the outer layers of your soul, that nullifies and nullifies all the limitations the definitions of your and the specific definitions of the faculties of the powers of your soul. So even though even though usually your your soul's your makeup is that you're a stingy person, that's how you're born. But when you experience extreme joy, the inner core of your soul is revealed, and that inner core breaks all the boundaries and limitations of your soul. And therefore, you can totally change and become a, a kind person, a very very kind person in that moment. And so similarly, we can bring this whole idea of simcha, how it is in our soul, that it brings out, the, it reveals the inner core of our soul. We can explain this also above in godliness. The, the aspect of the joy and the essential pleasure of the essence of Hashem, Paid it together, which that will break all boundaries. She may break all limitations. She may have been aiding safe to steam in the cold steam and Masha Sosum and Elmum Kulu. Just like when a person experiences extreme joy, he reveals his inner secrets, his inner parts of his heart, which usually keeps hidden. So, too, when Hashem, when we bring, when Hashem is in a great uh, state of joy and pleasure, that causes revelation of the inner hidden essence of Hashem, the steam in the cold steam and the hidden of all hiddens. Masha Sosim and Elam Kul, that the level which is usually totally hidden, even from the hidden levels. And that level is revealed now. The Kolag Yulim, but Elam is Hubuchinas and Bidavashir. As it's known, that all the all the revelation of godliness in all the worlds are all in a measure and specific a specific measurement and a limitation. In order for the limited worlds, which all worlds are inherently limited just by the fact we call them worlds, that means that they have an inherent limitation and a definition. In order for that, in order for these limited worlds to receive their um, flow of godliness to enliven them, they have to it has to be a limited, contracted, diminished flow of godliness. So all the revelations of godliness in all the worlds are limited and um, uh, limited and in a specific measurement. And even the the kav, uh, this is the contracted ray of godly light, which is called, in Kabbalah, it's called the line, because just like a line, it's a thin line. Uh, so too, this is a thin, contracted, diminished ray of godliness. This is the, the what was drawn down after the symptom, the first symptom, the first concealment of uh, Hashem's inf- infinite energy. Um, then there was drawn down this contracted ray of energy, which eventually goes down and in, in, in clothes into every world, enlivens every world according to its level. So even this kav, which is now before there is actually a revelation into the actual worlds. This is the source of all the revelation into worlds. Even the Kav is drawn down in a measured way, um, in a specific measured way. Even though it's, it, the Kav is being drawn down 
from the infinite the infinite energy of Hashem, which precedes the contraction, the precedes the initial concealment of Hashem's infinite energy. The kav is coming from that infinite energy. So if it if it is, it should be also have an unlimited nature to it. Nevertheless, it, this 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 energy of the kav becomes contracted, diminished through the contractions, the tzimtzum. And in order that it should be, it's drawing down, should be in a specific measurement and limitation. And even the kav itself, who it's the whole purpose of the kav. It's called at other places in Kabbalah, it's called the kav, the line of measurement, like a like a builder. An architect loses, uses a ruler to measure out all the different lines and the drawings that he's going to make in order to specify and make sure that everything is is in its specific place. Uh, this is what the kav is called. Also, it's called the kav amida, the line of measurement, because its whole purpose is lases to make measurements, to bring about limitation and definition within the creation, to make above and below, to bring about, to bring about all these different definitions, limitations within the worlds, that there's higher worlds, there's lower worlds, um, etc. But the whole idea of simcha of uh, in godliness is that you cause a the inner core essence of godliness, the infinite energy of Hashem, which is usually hidden from creation, to be revealed. That which is usually the meaning, the level of godliness, which is above, which is above the limited ray of godliness of the kav. And that's the reason why a simcha. When a person experiences extreme joy down here, that's why when he's meaning extreme joy from from fulfilling Torah mitzvahs, this simcha is mavatal dinim. It nullifies, it, it destroys, it causes all the dinim, the judgments, to go away. Meaning, all the bad things which could come upon a person, the yisurim and different different uh, negative experiences a person can have, the simcha can. Can nullify all these. Because when you, when a person experiences joy in his teriyah mitzvahs, he causes an equal opposite reaction above that Hashem should also be in a state of joy, inner pleasure, meaning that there should be a revelation of the inner essence of Hashem, which is usually hidden from creation. And through the revelation of that inner essence, which infinite essence, which totally it breaks all the boundaries. And all the limitations of the regular way that the world is run. So when you when you cause that inner essence to be revealed, the general way, the regular way which the world is run, uh, according to specific limitations and rules, or all those rules are nullified. And even if a person did something wrong, and therefore he did a he did a sin, and therefore he deserves, so to say, he deserves these um, judgments and these negative bad things that come upon him. When he, when a person through his in, in, through his inner joy, which he experiences, he brings about inner joy in Hashem, and causes that the whole regular way that the world is is usually run should be changed. Like a person we said that usually that the simcha in himself, if a person is usually a stingy person, when he experiences simcha, all his koiches change. So too, when Hashem experiences simcha, all his koiches, so to say, change. That the way he usually runs the world. And the limited way, according to the specific rules he set up in the Seder Yishtal Shalos, all change. And even though the person des- deserves judgments now, he gets good. And all those judgments are, are nullified. So how do you draw down, like we just said, how do you draw down this, ext- this intense joy 
of godliness the, in the revelation of the inner essence of Hashem is through a person down here doing simcha shal mitzvah, having, having joy when he fulfills mitzvah. That is what, that's how you cause there to be a revelation of the inner essence of Hashem, which is totally above the, um, the, the contracted line-like energy of godliness, which relates to creation. That's why we know that the Arizal, he emerited to very, very high levels of uh, service of Hashem, reaching really high levels of godliness through, specifically he says, through Simcha Shal Mitzvah, through joy during fulfilling Mitzvah. Through this joy that he experienced during doing Mitzvah, it was drawn down to him very high revelations of godliness. Because when you, when you have joy down here, Everything that we do down here affects an equal opposite reaction above, equal reaction above. Like it says, the like Baal Shem Tov says, Hashem Tzilcha, Hashem is your shade, or your shadow. Just like a shadow follows whatever the person does, so too Hashem follows us like our shadow. So when we experience a joy in filling mitzvahs down here, then Hashem experiences joy, which is the revelation of His inner essence, His hidden essence within creation. And that's how the Arizal experienced and reached very, very high levels through experiencing joy in mitzvahs, which draws down the inner essence of godliness, which would bring him up to those high levels. And this is what it says at the end of that verse, because you didn't serve Hashem, your God, with joy and gladness of heart. More than anything else. Which this means, in a deeper sense, it means even higher than which the revelation of godliness, which is which shines in Gan Eden, is only a contracted ray of godliness of all. But through the as- the aspect of a joy during fulfilling mitzvahs is drawn down to a person. A revelation of the essence, the infinite essence of Hashem, which is which totally transcends the limited revelation of godliness in Gan Eden. Like it says, that in Gan Eden the souls only take pleasure from the ray, the ray of godliness, which implies just a contracted ray of godliness, whereas um, through, through doing mitzvahs, you can experience, a, you get in touch with the essence of Hashem, literally the essence of Hashem, and that's why it says, because you didn't serve Hashem, when you're doing terror mitzvahs, with joy, more than anything else, what does, what does that imply? It explains in Kabbalah that koil uh, refers to even the revelation that, it, that, that is revealed in Gan Eden, the revelation of Godliness in Gan Eden. If you don't, you should experience more joy in your doing mitzvahs than you do, than the souls experience from feeling Godliness in Gan Eden, because they're only getting in touch with a limited, contracted ray of Godliness where we have the opportunity to get in touch with Hashem's essence through us experiencing joy during mitzvahs. But how do you experience this uh, this joy during the fulfilling mitzvahs? That comes about through what it says in the verse, the same verse, with gladness of heart. What is gladness of heart? So let's dissect these two words, the gladness, goodness of heart. So toiv, good, is the aspect of light, of of um, yeah, of light. Like it says in creation, Hashem saw the light and it was good. There, there, we see the connection between light and good. So when it says good, it means light. The union tu who So what's the idea now of the goodness of heart? Is the based on 
We know that the word v'yahavta, you shall you shall love Hashem your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your might. That word v'yahavta is this miracle equivalent. Equivalent, the Hebrew letters add up to two times, two times toiv, two times, um, two times toiv, which is eleven plus six, uh, seventeen. So two times seventeen is the same miracle equivalent of v'yahavta. So two v'levav. The goodness of heart, where do you have experience your love is in Vilhafta, is in your heart, and Vilhafta is two times toif. So, which is relating the idea of toif to love. And so, what's the level of tuvlevav, the goodness of heart? That's the highest level within the, the light and the energy of love of Hashem. So, how do you get to Simcha? The joy during, of fulfilling mitzvahs is through Tuv Levav. Toiv is light. Light is light is um, is the light of the, the the light and the energy a person experiences when he has when he arouses love for Hashem. And Tuv Levav is the highest level of love. And through this highest level of love of Hashem, we, we're going to be able to experience the um, Simcha Shal Mitzvah. So the idea is, what is this, this highest level of in the what is this highest level love which is implied by what it says tuv of the goodness of heart, which tuv is the same miracle equivalent as as light, which refers to the light of the love. But who the explanation is the pasuk v'havto in the verse, in the verse v'havto, which is referred to by the word tuv, like we said. It says three different types of loves of Hashem. Um, two types of, three different types of loves. Two of them are with all your heart and with all your soul. And we could say that really in truth, these three different loves are really included in two in two of the loves that are mentioned there. Because when it says you should love Hashem with all your soul, with all your life, it implies also the idea of giving up your life for Hashem, loving Hashem to the extent that you're ready to give up your life for Him. And the first thought, that's the... So there, there's two really, in more general sense, there's two types of love. There's love of Hashem with all your heart, which just doesn't imply doesn't imply giving up your life for Hashem, but loving Hashem with all of your heart. And then there's which in general are more, more one type of love, which are just ready to give up your life for Hashem, loving Hashem, loving Hashem to that extent that you're ready to give up your life for Him. And more specifically, there's three types of love. Each one, all your heart, all your soul, and all your might refer, refer to three different types of loves. As like the Mishnah says on the Bechol it says, you're, ready to, you're loving Hashem to the extent that you're ready, even if He takes your life. Starting the next page, the whole, what is the idea of the Tuvlev The goodness of heart, which refers to the highest level of the love, like we said, and then through this you're going to be able to reach the level of simcha shal mitzvah, like we said, the true joy during a mitzvah. So, what is the idea of It's the highest level within love, the highest level of love of Hashem. The which that is the last level of love. It says in this verse of Yehavta, which is with loving Hashem with all of your might, literally, but implying in love. Like it says in other places, it says this ma'id ma'id is means means a lot, means very uh, much, many, a lot. And not just stomp, not just regular a lot, but it actually means it implies a unlimited uh, level. So, but loving Hashem, 
loving Hashem with all your might implies loving Hashem to the extent where you go out of all your boundaries, out of all your limitations. Even more than Mechol Navshecha, like it explains in other places. So Tuv Levav refers to this level of love which transcends a person's limited existence, transcends his limited faculties. And through that, that's how you're going to reach the Simcha Shal Mitzvah, the joy during fulfilling a mitzvah. If you get the Tuv Levav, if you reach the level of love where you have transcending all of your limitations and giving up your whole existence, your whole being to Hashem, then you can ha- truly have the Simcha Shal Mitzvah, joy during fulfilling, fulfilling a mitzvah because you're getting in touch with the essence of Hashem. And with that, we'll stop there at the top of page Ayin Dalit. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the new podcast, Chassidus. This is Levi Gelb. And if anyone has any questions or any thoughts or feedback, please feel free to email me at rabbigelb at gmail.com. Also, please check out my website, chassidusonline.org, and sign up for our weekly email to receive a Maimur Mavur explanation on a Maimur from Teirer Lukute Teirer almost every week. And there you'll also find an archive for all our other, our older Maimarim that we've already explained on the weekly Parsha and on the Yom Tevim. And also you'll notice in the description for this week's episode and for every week's episode, a little link to become a monthly supporter, a partner in this, uh, for this podcast. Please consider doing that. It will help greatly to allow the episodes to continue and to make them better. And... You can also dedicate an episode in honor of memory of something or of a simcha. And to do that, please email, email me at rabbigelb at gmail. And we can mention that at the beginning and at the end of, every, of that episode. Thank you very much.